welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we have three interview segments ahead. But first, news on the prospect front. NHL Central Scouting released its midterm player ratings on Monday, and nine BCHL players are included, headed up by Victoria Grizzlies forward Alex Newhook, who remains rated as a potential first-round pick. Rising up the boards is his Grizzlies teammate Alexander Campbell, who has moved up to 42nd on the big list, which makes him a possible second-round pick. Chilliwack's Harrison Blaisdell and Penticton's Massimo Rizzo also achieved B-level ratings, which targets the second or third round. Other BCHL players listed are Prince George defenseman Leighton Ahak, Grizzlies D-man Jeremy Bushler, Langley Riverman forward Ethan Lay, Grizzlies defenseman Carter Berger, and Chilliwack Chiefs forward Kevin Wall. Those players were all in action Tuesday at the CGHL Prospects game in Okotoks, Alberta, and they helped the West Prospects to a 5-2 victory over Team East. Bushler and Ahak both scored while Lay and Wall each drew assists in the game for the West, which now holds a 9-5 all-time lead in the Prospects game. We'll go to our first interview now, and we head to Victoria to hear from Grizzlies forward Eddie Yan. Born in China but raised in Canada, Yan was in Iceland last week and got to captain the under-20 squad for his native country at the IIHF Division Three tournament, featuring the likes of New Zealand, South Africa, Bulgaria, and Turkey. Yan racked up a ton of points and helped his team earn a promotion for next year's event. It was uh, the IIHF uh, World Championships. Uh, it was a U-20 tournament, and uh, it was based in um, Reykjavik, uh, Iceland. And I played for uh, Team China, and uh, we won gold. So it was a really cool experience. And obviously, yeah, you you raised in Ontario and you play in the BCHL. But um, how far back is it, the heritage uh, uh, from China? Is it your is it your parents? Um, well, I was actually born and raised in in China until uh, when I moved, uh, until I was nine, and that's when I moved to North America. Uh, mainly moved to Toronto and to play hockey. So, uh, but yeah, my parents, uh, all my family members are all uh, born and raised uh, in China. So, so it sounds like the tournament in Iceland went incredibly well for not just uh, China, the U20 team you were playing for, but for yourself. Um, how many games did you play, and uh, how was the offensive production? I hear it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I was able to produce and how my team um, win, I guess. And yeah, we played five games in total, and uh, I I uh, put up twenty points, and I led the tournament. So um, yeah, it was it was awesome, and um, I, I I also got the top player the MVP award. So um, yeah, it was a, uh, we had a really good team, and um, we went undefeated throughout the whole tournament, um, only allowing five goals. So. Um, yeah, it was, it was an awesome experience. Talking with Eddie Yan from the Victoria Grizzlies. Eddie, uh, how would you generally say the uh, you were playing in the it's the tier three pool of the IHF, but because yeah. by winning it, you move up to the to the second yeah. pool for for when they compete next year. But what would you say the caliber was like of that level of uh, tournament versus your average BCHL game? Um, obviously not as good as the BCHL, but um, there was there was uh, I, I'd say Iceland and Australia wasn't wasn't too bad of caliber in terms of caliber, but um, the rest of the teams was uh, not not as good as um, uh, I'd say I'd say um, just around 
uh, less than the junior B level here. So um, the caliber wasn't too great, but um, yeah, it was a, it was a cool, cool uh, tournament to be in. Now, I hear more and more about hockey in China. Um, did you Had you started to dabble in it before you moved to North America? And uh, how much appetite is there, do you sense, for hockey in China nowadays? Um, yeah, so I started uh, playing hockey in China when I was around uh, six, six and a half. And um, obviously at that time when I played, there, there uh, wasn't uh, a lot of uh, young kids that, that played. I'd say around 200. And um, uh, basically, um, I, I moved to uh, Toronto and uh, started playing hockey there. But um, now I'd say um, there's a lot more uh, uh, young players playing. I'd say about uh, 40,000 uh, just in Beijing. So it's grown a lot. And um, every time I go back in the summer, it, it, it's amazing to see the progress and uh, just to see how um, more and more kids love the game of hockey. So, yeah, it's great. And how about uh, translating what you did in that tournament back to the BCHL? I know you said it. You know, it's here. You weren't tested as much game in, game out in this tournament in Iceland with China there, but uh, you were put into a, sort of a supercharged offensive role. Did it kind of rekindle the juices and uh, get you hungry to, to head back out there with the Grizzlies? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, just just the idea of kind of um, being a prominent. Uh, guy, uh, I guess as a leader on the team there in China and um, just, I guess it gave me a bit of confidence and now hopefully I can translate uh, that uh, back here uh, in the BCHL and um, yeah, I, I just got back uh, two nights ago and um, it was great to see the guys and I'm excited to play and um, hopefully um, you know, I, I do well in the uh, next few games here. They were without your services last weekend. Uh, it was a doubleheader over in Powell River, and the, the Kings took both ends of that. But uh, you guys, with the win last night, have moved back into first place in the island. So uh, how much are you looking forward to playing down the, down the stretch here towards the playoffs and uh, being in that battle with your rivals over in Powell River? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're a good team, and um, we, we just got to um, play our game, I guess. And we got uh, around, uh, I'd say, 15 games now left, and we just got to make sure that every game we uh, bring it 100%. And um, every game is important now, especially just uh, towards the playoffs here. And, uh, yeah, we got to work hard and um, give it 100% every game. That was Victoria Grizzlies forward Eddie Yan. We move now to the BCHL Player of the Week update, and taking the nod for the second time this season is Penticton V's goalie Jack LaFontaine. Facing 116 shots in three road games that all went to shootouts, LaFontaine was a busy man but proved more than up to the challenge, posting a 9.57 save percentage in the three wins. He spoke to us this week as the V's were en route to Powell River. Yeah, I mean, uh, this whole year has been a process for me. Um, you know, obviously being on a team like Penticton, it's it's easier to find your confidence and find a, more of a rhythm when you have a, a great team in front of you. But um, for me, it's it's all about staying staying on the course, trusting the process, and just trying, you know, through trial and error, trying to you know find what works for me, and you know, finding my game and finding consistency. Now, how was it you uh, did make your way to Penticton? Uh, you probably had your pick of places you may have wanted to go. Well, how did Penticton kind of win out as the place you chose? You know, it's funny. Penticton was 
was the first team that called me actually um, you know I, I got a call from uh, Fred Harbinson on uh, on a summer afternoon and you know I, I'm surprised that he even knew what was going on so um, you know I, I, I kind of built a relationship uh, relationship with him early and you know I, I got a really good vibe from him and, and the coaching staff and you know I'm a big believer that when you surround yourself with good people good things happen and uh, you know I it's, it's been awesome for me so far. The experience, um, you know, not just, you know, on the ice, but off the ice. I've, uh, you know, I'm having one of the best years of my life right now. Uh, just having so much fun. Well, it's great to hear that. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about your most recent action. You faced a ton of rubber your last three games. Um, all three games went to uh, overtime and shootouts, actually. So uh, did you kind of enjoy that workload? I mean, it's three straight games on the road where you faced 35-plus shots a night. Is that right up your alley? Yeah, no, that's right up my alley. I think that for any goalie, um, you know, that's that's kind of a dream come true. Anytime you're facing over 35-plus shots, you – you're able to, you know, find a rhythm and find your groove early on in the game, and you know your confidence kind of shoots up from that. But um, you know, the, the teams we played this week, you know, they're very good teams. You know, we had uh, Prince George, Merritt, and you know, we were just trying to find some separation from uh, you know the second place team in our own division. So I mean, those wins were crucial for us, and uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think we got 13 more games left here, so we can't even take our uh, foot off the gas here. Like we're, uh, you know, we're going on the island this weekend, and we're looking for another uh, big weekend from ourselves. Jack Lafontaine is our guest. Um, further to the to the kind of shots you faced in regulation during those three recent games, you also went to shootouts in each of the three games. And uh, broadcaster Craig Boschman told me you were 16 of 18 uh, making saves in the shootout. Is that kind of a, a specialty of yours as well? Do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to think so. Uh, the only reason I chuckle is, you know, first shootout of the year against Sam and I, I let up all three goals. We ended up losing 3-2 in a shootout. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, again, when you're in your when you're in your little zone, I like to call it, you know, uh, the puck just seems to find a way to hit you and, you know, you, you stay more patient. So, uh, you know, I, I love shootouts. I think, you know, they're a fun part to any game. And obviously when, you know, you got to, team like Merritt that takes you to 10 frames I mean you know it's a little bit of a nail biter but at the same time you're just gonna gotta have fun with it uh, at the same time, I don't know if you guys practice this in uh, in practice in Penticton there, but shootouts are a part of the BCHL this year for the first time. Uh, who are some of the tougher shooters you face in that one-on-one there? Oh, yeah, trying to think on our own team. I mean, we got a couple of shifty little players. I mean, you know, the first player that comes to mind obviously is Massimo Rizzo. Um, you know, he's he's got terrific hands. I mean, he he always leaves my jaw jaw strap in the bleachers. Um, <laughs> You know, Cassidy Bowes, David Cilia. I mean, these these guys are just so good in shootouts. So, like, when I'm, when I'm playing these guys in a shootout practice, uh, you know, I mean, I'm playing some of the best players in all of, you know, the Canadian junior hockey loop. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I start to build a repertoire of what guys are, you know, going to do or, you know, what they look for. Talking to Jack LaFontaine. Uh, I don't know if you've been out to the West uh, much before this season, Jack, but uh, we catch up with you today on uh, the old BC Ferries ride, one of two on the way to Powell River. But what have your, what's been your impression of the province of BC traveling around, going to road games, and now you're heading uh, over Vancouver Island way? 
this is about as far west I've ever been in my life. So, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful. Um, you know, I, I think, especially with Penticton, you're literally in a, in a valley. And, uh, you know, every every day you wake up to mountains all around you. So, I mean, it's it's beautiful. And, you know, you're right. And, uh, as we're talking right now, I'm on ferry all the way to PR. So, uh, you know. I've never been on a ferry before in my life, so again, this is like a new experience for me. So you know, it's just kind of funny uh, for what you know hockey brings to to my life. You know, it gives me uh, the chance to experience things that I don't think a lot of uh, other teenagers get to experience. I wanted to finish up asking you about uh, the Carolina Hurricanes who drafted you in 2016. Uh, they were in Vancouver last night playing the Canucks and uh, one of their young goalies, Nijelkovic, uh, picked up the win. Is he somebody you've had a chance to rub shoulders with uh, in summer development camp at all? And did you catch him in action last night? Yeah, no, me and Ned actually, uh, we were together in, a, in my first development camp and, you know, I was so happy for Ned. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a great human being, and he, he works his tail off. And you know, on top of that, he's he's a very talented goaltender. So I think for someone like him to get his first NHL win, it was it was much deserved. And you know, for him, I I know that he's already focused on the next game. And you know, you know, I can't stress enough just how good of a person he was, and you know how he somewhat took me under his wing and kind of showed me the ropes that first development camp because you know they're they're kind of intimidating, but. Uh, you know, Ned was nice enough to, you know, give me some guidance in that first camp. That's BCHL Player of the Week, Jack LaFontaine. Time now for a quick break, but we'll be back after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new $4 Mighty Melts. Oh, yeah? Then let my piggy bank do the ad. Um, okay. So Subway has these new $4 Mighty Melts, three tasty sandwiches with melted cheesy goodness on warm toasted ciabatta buns for just $4 each. Four bucks? At that price, no one's going to be busting me open. I'm immortal. For a limited time only at participating restaurants, excludes extras plus tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Try Subway's $4 Mighty Melts today. Welcome back to the podcast. And we go now to our final segment this week, and we head north to Prince George to catch up with Spruce Kings assistant coach Alex Even. In his second year working alongside bench boss Adam Maglio, it's been another good year for PG after last year's trip to the Fred Page Cup Finals. The Chilliwack Chiefs have taken over top spot in the mainland at the moment, and the division overall has provided a test night in and night out. I think, uh, you know, every team is is improved from last year. I know, um, obviously, Chilliwack being the um, national championship host and, and the new coaching staff, they have a lot of good energy there. Langley's, uh, you know, always hard to play against, and Coquitlam is much improved, um, you know, since their new coaching staff last year took over. And, and uh, Surrey was great last year. They were a really, uh, it was a really tough series against them. I know they've been a little bit up and down this year, but, um, you know, we've had really close games with them. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, credit to everyone involved in the mainland division. It's been, uh, makes the games a lot more fun and um, definitely uh, a tough division to play in. Earlier this week, there was the BCHL Board of Governors meetings. I had a, a bit of time to spend around uh, the governor of your team, Mike Hawes, and he, he was making the point as we were chatting uh, back there about, um, 
you know, several years ago, PG was known as a pretty rough and tumble team that, you know, generally fought quite a bit and was kind of a rugged club. But, uh, you know, the last couple of years, the team's had a lot of success playing more of a speed and skill game. Um, how would you describe uh, the way that uh, the Spruce Kings play the game? Yeah, I think so. Even when I was a player in the league, um, you know, Prince George's, and there's a lot of other teams like that, uh, bigger, a little more, you know, physical and aggressive, and I think just the way the game's moving with how fast um, everything is and the technology and how well uh, the players have developed, you know, as, as youths coming up to the league, um, I think it's important to play that style of hockey, and obviously a disciplined style of hockey as well. I think if you look at last year, um, the two teams that were in the league finals were, uh, if not top two, top three or four in terms of penalty minutes uh, against, um, and that's something we definitely preach uh, up here is, is speed and discipline. I wanted to talk to you as well about, um, you know, what you're seeing out on the ice this year in terms of your former position. Uh, Logan Neaton is your main guy in net. He's kind of flown under the radar, I think, but he's uh, right at the top of the league in wins. He's got a great goals against average. I think leads the league in that category. Uh, what, how would you assess his game? Any goalie will tell you they need a, a, a solid team in front of you uh, to put up numbers like that. And I think, you know, it speaks volume for a team to, you know, be recognized, um, you know, in the statistical category. And obviously, Logan, at the end of the day, has to keep the puck out of the net, too. And he's done a, a great job for us. Um, he's been, so far, he's been consistent. Um, he prepares really well, uh, not only for games, but just his week uh, leading up to the games. And I think that's definitely helped him uh, be consistent. Um, and he loves winning. I know uh, last year the program he came from, I know he wasn't their go-to guy, but um, he still won 20 or 26 starts or whatever it was. And um, he's carried that experience into our program this year. And uh, we're hoping he has a good finish to the year. One of the uh, latest news stories we just posted on our website was the commitment of Nick Bochin to uh, the University of Michigan. He's a young defenseman for you guys. Uh, probably still has a little bit more growing to do, but he leads your D in scoring, and he's just, uh, you know, he's not yet 18 years old. So uh, how impressed have you been with his game this year? He comes to the rink with a, an attitude. It's business every day, and with business, he has a lot of fun uh, getting better. Um, you know, he was up with us last year for a lot of the playoffs, and I think that was a very important part of his, you know, development this year. And he came into the season with a lot of confidence. You know, he he gets better every week, and um, he's such a smart smart hockey player and a person I think uh, you know he's very deserving of his commitment and uh, we're excited to see like how much better you can get because I think the sky's the limit for him. Another D-man really impressive uh, for PG the last couple seasons is Leighton Ahak. Uh, he's rated fairly highly uh, every one of the central scouting lists that, is, that has come out, so he's projecting well for the draft. He got the Player of the Game award at the uh, Prospects game this week as well. Um, so I just was hoping you could uh, talk about his game and how it's come along and, and how you guys are going to get him his first goal this year. <laughs> yeah, I think Leighton's game, I think when you you know, really watch him closely, you know, it's not 
it's not about points for him. I know it's it's nice that when he can chip in, um, but he's again another one of those kids that comes to the rink every day and he he gets better. Um, he prepares really well. Uh, he's a great teammate. He has a lot of good things going for him um, on the ice and off the ice. And um, you know he's just he's just a really really good defender. He's hard to beat in practice. Uh, he takes his practices really seriously. And, we're really proud of him. He's done a, a really good job representing the Spruce Kings, and uh, like I said, with Nick, we're you know excited to see where his career goes after us, and we just hope he has a, a good finish to the year, and I think he will. It's uh, great to see him. You know, we're not surprised that he had such a great prospects game. I know we're around him every day, but um, you know, it's no surprise that he scored a goal. He can he can do it all. He can shoot puck. He can move the puck. He can play physical. He's just he's just an all around a great team. Spruce Kings assistant coach Alex Even. That's going to do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest, check out bchl.ca and follow the league on social media at gobchl. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.